Well, good evening. Nice to have the sun kind of shining in there, isn't it? Hopefully it's not blinding anybody. I appreciate that rendition of that old hymn. There's a lot of truths when you start talking about what Jesus accomplished uh, here on the cross and Good Friday and as we reflect on that. Tonight, you know, we've been on this journey as a church looking through the book of Hebrews. And the letter is, is uh, heading towards a crescendo, a, a wrap-up. And the writer all the way through is, is talking to these Christians who are tired, they're weary, they're scattered, they're struggling, they're wondering, they're questioning, they're searching. And he wants them to endure. And he knows in this letter that there's no better example of endurance than Jesus himself. And so in chapter 12, he says, Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. And then he goes on to say something that's really weird. He says, For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. And we've read the stories and we've seen videos like we opened with. We've all done the Sunday school thing. We've heard about Easter for years. But tonight I want us to really take a good long look at Jesus, the enduring one. And we're really just going to look at three days that led up to this. It's Wednesday. It's quiet. It's too quiet. Jesus is alone. Where are the crowds now? They were just greeting him as the conquering king. They were just shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The welcome of a conquering king in the tradition of King David himself. Where are those crowds? Where is the shouting? They're gone. Many come and go. They love the wine at the wedding. They enjoy the bread and the fish in the fields. They're like the ten lepers. All ten healed. But only one returns to say thank you. Only one. Look at Jesus. How does he keep going? Where's his family? Don't they see the pressure he's under? Where are they? Maybe they think he really has lost it. Maybe they think he's lost his mind. Never mind the miracles. Never mind the truth. Maybe he is crazy. But maybe it is crazy to think that God would come to earth in the skin of man. Jesus is alone. Look at him. How does he keep going? Why aren't the disciples there? Where are they? Where they've gone? It's Wednesday, and the only thing we know about Wednesday is where one disciple, Judas, is. And Judas is selling his friend for the price of a slave. You see, Jesus... Is alone. Look at him. Look at him. How does he keep going? 
It's Thursday. Peter and John go to prepare the Passover. They find everything just as Jesus said. How many times does that happen? Jesus tells them, and then it happens just like Jesus said. Just like when Peter found the coin in the fish's mouth. Just like Jesus said. Yet they struggled to believe. Still. After years of truth, countless miracles, walking right next to him, they still struggle. They struggle to believe. It's not just Peter and John. All the disciples have their battles with doubt. So do the crowds. They murmur. They question. They hesitate. The Pharisees and the Sadducees, ah, they argue. They debate. They think they know the truth, even though truth itself is standing toe-to-toe, face-to-face with them. Will anybody listen? Will anybody believe? Will anyone follow? Look at Jesus. How does he keep going? It's Thursday evening, the Passover meal is ready, but something in the air feels unsettled. It's uneasy. It's tense. Jesus breaks the bread and he tells them plainly, I am the bread of life. This is my body given for you. They aren't listening. He continues, one of you will betray me. Certainly that will capture their attention, but no, no. No. They're arguing about who's the greatest. Had they so quickly forgotten the example of Jesus with the towel in the basin, washing their feet, serving them? Had that truth just run from their ears and dissipated from their heart? Look at Jesus. How? Does he keep going? It's Thursday night. It's late. Jesus' heart is struggling under the weight, the spiritual oppression, the darkness, the evil in the air. Is there anyone who will listen? Is there anyone who will understand? Surely his three close friends will. Judas exits. Peter and John and James follow Jesus into the garden. It's dark. It's very dark. Rabbi Jesus has never looked like this, pressured, unraveled, overwhelmed, crushed. He entreats them to watch with them. He begins to pray earnestly. He wrestles. He cries. He sighs. He groans. He sweats blood. And when he rises, his friends are asleep. Look at Jesus. How does he keep going? A small army descends on them. In a flash, everyone's scattered. It's just Jesus alone. Look at him. Look at him. How does he keep going? Arrested? Jesus arrested? It's an outrage. What's he done? Who's he hurt? Is there no justice? This is not fair. It's not fair. 
Look at Jesus. How does he keep going? It's now Friday. Very early Friday. Jesus is tired. Jesus is thirsty. Jesus is alone. He's about to be dragged through six different hearings, tribunals, meetings, whatever you want to call them. None of them are legal. None of them should go on. Accusations will be made. Insults will fly. Look at Jesus. How does he keep going? The priest condemn. Herod mocks. Pilate knows better, but he doesn't do better. The soldiers abuse him. The crowds reject him. Peter denies him. Look at Jesus. How does he keep going? It's Friday. No, it's chaos. The world has gone crazy. Look at Jesus. How does he keep going? They beat him badly, very badly. With each last, the soldiers mock. The crowd taunts. The Pharisees smile. It's still not enough. The crowds want more. They demand more. It's complete bedlam. Jesus is condemned to death. Look at Jesus. How? How does he keep going? They press a crown of thorns, each one as long as your finger, deep into his skull. They jam a staff into his hand. They drop a crossbeam weighing over 100 pounds on his battered shoulders. They spit on him. They taunt him. These are the ones he's come to save. These are the ones he's prayed for. These are the ones that he's taught. These are the ones that he's healed. These are the ones that he's offered his life to. Look at Jesus. How does he keep going? Look at Jesus as he makes his way through the mob. Look at Jesus as he makes his way up the hill. Look at Jesus as he offers his hands, his feet, the lamb who takes away the sin of the world. Look at Jesus. How? Does he keep going? He offers no defense. He returns no insult. He makes no demands. He offers his life. Look at Jesus. How does he keep going? Joy. For the joy set before him, Jesus keeps going. You see, you need to see what he sees to get that kind of joy, to find that kind of endurance. Look at Jesus. How does he keep going? Joy. The joy of you. 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 The joy of the church, the testifying. He doesn't see Peter denying. He doesn't see Peter failing. He sees Peter standing. He sees Pentecost. He doesn't see Thomas doubting. He sees Thomas defending. He sees Thomas standing. He sees many turning. He sees hearts changing. He sees death turned to life. He sees eternity opening. He sees the church rising. He sees a new world coming. He sees the enemy down under his feet. He sees sorrow and sighing fleeing. He sees everlasting life. He sees you and I forever. That's what he sees. 
That's what he sees. No one else sees it like he sees it. He sees the old made new. He sees the sinner turned to saint. He sees the old Mark Spencer turned into a new Mark Spencer. And there's still more work to do. But he knows those who were dead are now alive. And he sees it. The question is, now, what will you do? Will you keep going? Will you see what he sees? For the joy set before you and me, will you keep going? Let's pray. Lord, your greatest delight is when we finally see. Man, when the blind eyes of Mark Spencer saw that Jesus wasn't some myth, that Jesus wasn't some guy that died a long time ago for a reason I can't understand, when I saw you rejoice, when all of us see, And I even think as we're praying now, as we're around these Easter meals with family, some of them have yet to see. Would you open their eyes, Jesus? Would you open their eyes? And Lord, would you remind us as we get up out of the chairs and as we get up out of the doors and as we get up out of our cars and as we get into our homes and our jobs and our spaces and our places, that you, the author and finisher of our faith, and a cloud of witnesses round about us say, keep going, keep going. Keep going. And so as we take this offering, as we enter worship and communion, Lord, work in our hearts. Endurance, joy, and a revelation that what you've started, you'll finish. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen.